If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello and welcome once again to Vacation Rental Success, episode number 53. And and as I sit here, it's the snow's gently drifting down outside. You know, gosh, it's winter. Christmas is only a few weeks away. The Bahamas is only a few weeks after that. So uh, amazing how, how time just keep, you know just moves on so quick. And uh, however, I will be in Orlando on Friday going for the weekend to the Podcast Florida which is a conference again for podcasters. You know how I do enjoy spending time in the company of other podcasters and I'm really going to enjoy this one. And uh, Sunday I'm going to be spending the full day with um, a dozen other people and Lou Mongello who is the host of Walt Disney World which is a podcast dedicated to Disney. I have heard Lou speak before, but haven't actually met him in person. So this is going to be really, really cool because this is a guy who gave up, you know, a, a professional day job to spend his life immersed in in Disney. And of course, what comes out of that is a lot of knowledge of the tourism industry, obviously, and and also customer service, the, the, the Disney way of doing things. So pretty sure I'm going to get him to come on the show, talk to us about Disney, about customer service and how some of those things could apply to um, to us as vacation rental owners. I think that would be that would be really neat to have uh, to, to talk to Lou. Talking about Lou, I have <laughs> I have uh, Lou Bortone, who is um, uh, a an expert in video coming on the show in the next couple of weeks. And in my interview today, you're going to hear my guest talk about um, doing one of um, Lou Bortone's courses. And and it was interesting because way back, I think it was VRS007, right the way at the beginning, I talked with Evelyn Gallardo. And I talk about Evelyn a lot because I, I really do admire what she's doing in in Costa Rica with her property and and with social media, Evelyn at that on that show actually talks about inviting Lou to do a, an exchange. So she exchanged her property for Lou's expertise in video, and he actually taught her how to make video. And I'll put a link to Evelyn's YouTube um, channel at the end of the show notes, and you can take a look at that because. Evelyn really took everything that Lou taught her to heart and and produced some amazing little videos and uh, and I'm going to I'm currently doing the the course that Amy mentions in the show today uh with Creative Live. Um so you're going to be seeing the results of um of my efforts uh at video making very very soon. So talking about um today's guest, uh Amy Bloomquist I've been following for a you know quite a long time. She is quite a dynamo with everything to do with marketing her vacation rental. And as you'll hear, she has the most amazing philosophy of hospitality 
as well. And it's, uh, it, it always is a delight to talk to owners on this show. You know, we talk to a lot of experts, but to actually get right down to it and find out what owners who are successful are actually doing to create that success is just so valuable. I really hope that you find it just as valuable as, as I do. So, so in this uh, in this interview, we talk through really how Amy got her property, which is called Where Waterfalls. How how she got it going from the, from the ground up, from the very beginning. Uh, we talk about the strategies she's currently using, why she's using some of these strategies, particularly Google Plus, which has been immensely successful for her, and how she is creating a an overall marketing strategy that she hopes will eventually enable her to come away from the major listing sites, uh, which I think is a, is a goal for many, many owners. Okay, so let's get on with today's interview with Amy Bloomquist. I'm so delighted to have with me today Amy Bloomquist, who has the most glorious property in California, uh, called Where Waterfalls, which, you know, again, beautiful name, looks like a fabulous place. And Amy's going to tell us all about the property, all about how she does her marketing and how she has become an absolute whiz at some of the social media platforms that we all wish we were expert in. Amy, welcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you for having me on. I'm I'm such a huge fan. I it's just it's an honor to be here. It really well, is. Well, it's I I'd absolutely love talking to out of everybody I talk to, I love talking to owners who have made such a success. And I have to say, I I you you noticed that I I posted a tweet the other day because before this interview, I thought, well, I'll I'll just go back to Amy's website and have a look through just to refresh myself. And I just, I am totally enthralled with the photographs that you have on there. And I think I, I tweeted something like, this owner knows, or, or she gets it, or knows how to do it. <laughs> and it Oh, thank you. Oh, well, they, I see so many listings. I'm sure you've seen them. Everybody does. I mean, as owners, we're always, we're, we're always scooting around listings and checking other people's out. And, of course. Yes, of course. What else do we do with our time? <laughs> <laughs> the photographs on yours are just so amazing that I I haven't been able to find very many at all that come up to to that standard. So we're going to come to that in a minute. But I just wanted you to really kick off and tell us about the property, whereabouts it is, because um, I just blithely say it's in California. I, I do know that California is quite a big place. So you're going to tell us exactly where it is and also how you came to be a vacation rental owner. My property is in Lomamar and Lomamar is in the San Francisco Bay Area. We are an hour and 10 minutes south of San Francisco or about 30 minutes west of Silicon Valley. We live kind of in a, in a unique area. You know, you kind of feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, but yet, you know, you're, if you're a bird, it was to be really, really quick. Um, and it's a really kind of rural, hilly area. There's a lot of uh, redwood trees and it's, um, it's just, there's not a lot of people here. There's only 167 people in my town. And um, so it's very, very quaint, very small. Um, 
And actually, my ancestors were one of the first families to actually settle in this area. So I have a, quite a bit of a history. My background is Scandinavian on, on my dad's side. And uh, let's see, it's my great, 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 great grandfather. He came over from Sweden, came over, you know, on the boat to San Francisco and probably took horse and buggy down the coast and, you know, and, and settled here in Lomar and he uh, operated a, a sawmill and he logged a lot of the redwood trees uh, in the area. Um, and then eventually, you know, his wife and children and, and other relatives came. It's amazing to me that um, people were so adventurous then, daring. I mean, I, I couldn't leave my family and, and, go across to another country and you might not come back. And <laughs> so oh, um, that, that, that's what a fascinating, fabulous story. You know, my, my mother, in fact, was, uh, was from England and was a war bride. So she came, I mean, obviously nowhere near as long ago as your great, 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 great relation came across. <laughs> but she did exactly the same at 18 years old. She, she left her home in England to travel across to Vancouver and with no thought of ever going back. So, so yeah, we are not, even, even a couple of generations later, we are nowhere near as adventurous, I don't no, think. No, no, no <laughs> way. No way. Yeah, so we operated several sawmills in the area and then eventually, I guess it was in the, the 1920s, the uh, county park kind of took, took over. Fortunately, there's no more logging in this area, you know, because redwood trees are the tallest trees on the planet and they're, they're massive. And we actually have an old saw, it must be four or five feet long. And, you know, one person gets on one end and a, another on the other, and you just kind of saw back and forth. And it, I mean, it must have taken all day to cut down just one tree. And, you know, they're several hundred feet high. And of course, they're not going to fall the way you expect them to. So I'm sure it probably knocked over other trees. And it was like this avalanche. And then you have to figure out how to get the, the, the tree out of the forest, you know, so it's just, uh, just amazing. Well, we take so much for granted, don't we? You know, I, when we were down in Florida recently and we were on a route where, and I don't know where the trees were coming from, but as we were driving down, it was, long, it was, it was off I-10 and heading down to the Gulf Coast. So that it was this long road, probably about, um, about 30 miles long, very straight, very long. And truck after truck after truck, just carrying logs were going past us. And so when you think that in those days, as you say, how did they get them out of the forest? How did they, just, it's just beyond belief, actually. I know, I know. I mean, <laughs> now we have, you know, big machinery, but back then it was just, you know, your hands and probably maybe some cattle that pulled it out. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so is, so is the property, um, is, was it part of, you know, has it been in the family for a long time? Yeah, well, we own quite a bit of uh, land in this area. And then, you know, over the generations, we've, you know, sold it. Um, and a lot of it is part of, there's three, Lomamar makes up three parks. And so that's, you know, a lot of that used to be our property. Um, and of course, other families um, who settled in here as well. But actually where my vacation cottage is, this house, because um, I'm, I'm actually at the cottage right now. So this house was built by my grandfather um, on the same property as his parents, which is my great-grandparents, are just right across the way here. Um, the house is still standing. And then my parents built our house that I grew up in, <laughs> in the back of the cottage. 
and then my grandfather's uh, or my yeah my grandfather's sister lives across the street and I have cousins that live you know down the road and so it's a little tight-knit uh, community here. <laughs> you don't find so. those very much these days do you where where people no. are, I mean you certainly do in certain parts of England families still live close together it's lovely to hear that uh, that that you still live in the same place that that your ancestors lived and where they manage their businesses and what a great story Amy yeah you don't know I mean I this is just kind of all that I know I mean and of course I went to you know the next bigger town over which has I don't know 150 people (laughs) which is Pescadero and that's the the school system that I I went to school there and there was 16 in my graduating class and and most of those kids I I went to preschool with so uh (laughs) and and you're only 30 minutes from Silicon Valley Yes. Yep. That's that's astonishing. I know. I know. It's uh, and a lot of guests like where we're located because it's it's great for day trips. You know, you, you about an hour away of San Francisco and then Santa Cruz and then you know Silicon Valley. It's 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 a really great little area. So so um, tell me a bit about uh, about the property as it is now as a vacation rental. My parents always had it uh, rented out. Um, they were you know landlords. And about a couple of years ago, the last tenant we had, we had some problems with her. And my, my parents were just kind of getting tired of being landlords. The house obviously is very special to us. So we didn't want to sell it. And it's, you know, it's not good to have a house just kind of sitting there. So actually, my parents came up with, with the idea of a turning it into a vacation rental and kind of came to me with the idea. And it'd be a little good business opportunity for me. And of course, I had never heard of vacation rental. I had no idea what that was. Um, I thought it was like when I heard the term vacation rental, I thought it was, you know, like a timeshare condo thing that a couple families get together and purchase a, like a condo in Hawaii and they mm-hmm. kind of share it. That's what I thought it was. So I thought, oh, we're going to have, you know, friends and family come and stay here. Like I didn't quite understand the concept, but then I, I finally did my research and I, I just, you know, I, I realized that no, it's going to be strangers that are going to be coming but I honestly didn't think that um, we were going to, it was going to be very popular. I thought, oh, we'll probably get a handful of people. Because I, I really didn't think that people would want to come out to Lomamar and stay here. But there was not a lot to do. And I I just thought, you know, people are more interested in, in being where the, the action is. I've only been doing this for about two, two and a half years. We opened in July of 2012. And right away, we got a good, a good response. So, I mean, we we're pretty much booked you know, all, all year. I thought maybe it'd be kind of seasonal, but it's, it's not, it's, um, I kind of, you know, in January and February, we have a, you know, a few weekends, but as I, you know, go through the years, I'm getting more and more bookings. So it, uh, it's been a, a pleasant surprise. So, so what are the features of, of the property? Do you think that that's attracting people? I was so biased because I, you know, I grew up here and I, just because I thought that there wasn't a lot to do, I, actually people when they go away on vacation, they actually maybe don't want to do a lot. They want to just go and relax. And there's a lot of nature and there's trees and it's quiet. And people just want to kind of de-stress and, and kind of connect back. Just sit out on the deck and, and have a, you know, a deep conversation with someone. You know, we're, we're so busy. Um, and so a lot of people um, are, you know, craving that, just kind of the quiet and just kind of rejuvenate your soul. Well, when I look at the photographs, and you know, I may as well go on to those now because we we know how how much photographs sell a property, how much 
they, they they connect with the emotions of people who are looking to book something. And, you know, I, I would encourage anyone listening to this, this podcast to go to Amy's website and have a look at these pictures because they do, they, they certainly connected with my emotions. It's just like, wow, I can imagine being there. There's a, there's a feeling that's coming out of every image that, that draws you in. And there's, there's just a couple that, that really um, captured my imagination. The garden ones specifically, you've got a waterfall in the garden and there's one with um, with a yellow umbrella and all the flowers and you can actually feel the tranquility coming out of those pictures. So I'm guessing that that's probably what, what, what is attracting people, particularly if you're, if, you know, if you're getting local people wanting to get away from city, that this mm-hmm. is, you know, it's easy to get to. They, they can see from the photographs that it's going to to deliver them that rest and relaxation that they're probably looking for. So just a couple of the pictures that really, really grabbed me, apart from that one, there's one with just the edge of a hot tub and two glasses of wine. <laughs> um, it's so evocative. Anybody looking at that and is just, oh, I just want to get in there. I want to get in there. I want to relax and I want to drink that glass of wine. There's... Let me. I'm just scrolling through now. There's one of a hammock, and what I really, really like is that you've got some text in there. You've got a um, caption, a great spot to enjoy a good book or a snooze, and the <laughs> sun is coming through the trees onto the hammock, and there's a cushion there. It's it's just perfect. I I think you've done a fabulous job on those pictures. Thank you. Yeah, and I I mean I I took those so. <laughs> Well, that was going to be one of my questions. Were they, were they, pres- <laughs> um, well, you've done an amazing job and, you know, just, um, so I'm still, while I'm talking to you, I'm still scrolling through and finding more and there's the beautiful fire pit and there's, there's an image of your hot tub at night and the, all the chairs out on the, uh, the Adirondack chairs out on the deck. And it just, again, the caption, which I think a lot of people forget when they're putting photographs there is to or, or they'll put one that says living room and you yeah. go yeah that probably right that's a living room but you're actually this one says turn off that cell phone and unwind cocktails included and I just yes it, it's it's beautifully done yeah well I'm trying to you know tell a story you know I think that's really important um kind of uh touch on everybody's senses because everyone is is so you know some people are I know you talk a lot about, uh, you know, in, in your, your latest book, you talked a lot about um, the psychology of, you know, people's senses. And some people are, you know, more visual or kinesthetic or, you know, mm-hmm. auditory or so you you got to, you know, kind of play around with that. Because um, I, I, I saw your text because I, I, I included some of the copy from your website in the book. Yeah, you did. It was just things like, it says, you'll hear a waterfall splashing next to a hot tub that's awaiting you and your favorite beverage. You've got auditory there with you know, hearing a waterfall splashing. Um, the kinesthetic with, with just the, the, the hot tub, it gives you a, the, that uh, feeling, you, you know what that's going to feel like, awaiting you and your favorite beverage. And then you go on to say, you'll feel the warmth of a fire pit. Again, kinesthetic. And to snuggle up, and roast a s'more or two so you're going into the sense of taste and the you know just just touching on every sense so you know we've moved quickly on here from the from photographs to the text but you've um you are using uh, every tool i think in the toolbox 
to to pull in the traffic um, and it's obviously working another one of my passions is I love 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 to to learn and I'm always taking classes and seminars and workshops and so I just uh, I'm, I'm always constantly thinking what more can I do how can I make it more memorable more better um, more special for you know our guests because I I really believe that I'm not a vacation rental owner. I'm a memory creator. I know that sounds kind of corny, but that's, you know, how I go about it. I, I, when people come to the cottage, they enter as guests, but they leave as family. I really want my guests to have a, a fantastic time. I mean, that's, that's my job. So I'm, I'm constantly taking classes. Um, like right now, I'm, I'm taking Antonio's uh Fully book formula, Antonio mm-hmm. from the Vacation World Summit. Yeah, I'm yeah. taking his his um, his course on his bespoke reply. I know he talked about that um, at the summit, um, and that's with the it's kind of a, a welcome video for an mm-hmm. inquiry. So I'm working on that. Um, just things to try and make it more personal and special. And then I, you know, I worked with. Andy um, and did the um, insider guide. I know you're working with um, with him on one too. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I, talk, yeah. I was talking to Andy this morning. We were, and uh, yes, he was just nudging me that <laughs> that I still haven't provided all the photographs for for my insider <laughs> guide. So, so that, that but that should be out shortly. Though those insider guides are fantastic. I think it's nice to you know something kind of extra special to because they you know guests. Or inquiries, they aren't kind of expecting that, so it's it's just a nice little extra you can do. So I'm I'm constantly just kind of thinking, what more can I do? How can I step up my game? And and then with each guest that that when they come and they leave, I try and you know, okay, what what can I learn from that experience? How can I improve? And when I say we, I'm referring my my parents and I. Um, we we run the cottage, um, mm-hmm. and of course, they uh, help with a lot of things because I you know I'm the cleaner. I I run to Costco and get all the supplies. I do the marketing. I, you know, interact with the guests. So I wear all the hats. So it's good to have a little extra help. And I wanted to move on to um, Google Plus because, you know, I mentioned when we were chatting before we started the recording that you are just crushing it on Google Plus. And it's probably one I I know you're working with, um, with Alan Egan and his booking um his g bookings plus 4g course you know i i did the big i I did the um the starter one and i always i've been very keen on going back to it you are you you just really demonstrate on your google plus page how you can take um alan's course and really go with it so so how has that been for you what what sort of success are you getting from that I heard about him through your podcast. Um, you had him on your show, and I'm I'm so glad I listened to it because I almost kind of just skipped over it because I thought, oh, it's just going to be another social media platform that I do not have the time for because I was already on Facebook and I wasn't, you know, I was probably doing a lot of what most vacation rental owners were doing was you're kind of doing the me 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 marketing. You know, you have, you know, you pretty much just your posts are just pictures of your property and you're just talking about how fabulous my property is. Look at me, look at me, look at me. And no one really cares about that. And I was never very consistent with um, Facebook because it didn't feel right to keep posting pictures and, oh, I'll put a quote or a sunset. And I just didn't know what to do. And so so when I heard Alan talking about you really should be doing, um, you, know, you should be helping and not selling 
And I've, I'd heard that term before, but I didn't really get it until I started doing his, his course. There's so much really to do in your area. And uh, it, it was just, it's just been incredible. When I first started, I was really concerned that I was going to run out of content because there's not a lot really to do in our area. But I, I soon found out that there, there actually is a lot to talk about, um, small things. Like every Tuesday, I talk about a certain plant that is growing at our cottage. So we have a lot of guests um, comment and want to know the names of certain plants that we have. And, you know, and then the local restaurants and you could do pictures of like food is really popular on Google Plus. People like pretty images of food and, and animals. And so you can, you're, you're kind of helping and you're, it, it, you know, it doesn't really feel like you're, you're selling you're, mm-hmm. you're helping. It's a great way to market your property. Well, so, it's, it's a travel magazine, basically, isn't it? It's just taking your, your local area and creating your own travel magazine. And certainly, so, you know, I'm once again, just as I'm talking with you, I'm scrolling through your your Google Plus page and, and see that you have just a whole range of, of different things that you're posting. I mean, you have a video that says the cottage rock music, which is really the sound of the water, uh, of the waterfall going over the rocks. And then you have, as you say, photographs of food. Gosh, that looks nice. It's <laughs> cheese, cheese. And then, then there's a photograph of, just find that again, um, it, it, the title was Crab Season Has Opened. And there's a beautiful photograph of, um, of, of crabs on the table and, and a cat. I love that. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that one. So I do. A couple of weeks ago. And then, so, so as you say, there's photographs on, on, of food. And then I, I do like your What's Growing at the Cottage Tuesday posts. And they're, they really are attracting people. You know, there's, there's, the the one with um about begonias you know begonias are a timeless garden favorite and you're talking about the origin of the begonia so nothing absolutely nothing to do with your cottage apart from the fact that you've got begonias growing in the garden yeah and, and that's what I really like about it, you know, and it's helping me because, you know, it's so hard because I grew up in this area and you would think I would know what to talk about, but yet I, I was kind of hesitant. I didn't know what to post and I was so concerned about that. And But Alan was so great because he really walks you through step by step in the course where to find content. Um, and as you kind of go through it, um, you kind of re and I just kind of rediscovered stuff. I mean, I'm actually learning stuff every day about my area believe it or not. So it's, it's, it's been a, it's a great, I think it's a great uh, opportunity as a, as an owner to kind of go through this process because you're, you're a host. So you got to. Mm-hmm. Well, I can, I can also see where your traffic is going to start coming from because, you know, you're posting about begonias and you're using the hashtag begonia, hashtag garden flowers. And then you've got hashtag Lomamar, hashtag S. SF San Francisco Bay Area. So anybody that's out there looking for, you know, looking for something about garden flowers could come across your Google Plus page. Mm-hmm. And then they may make a comment, so their comment is going to be seen by their followers, and all of a sudden you have a, a whole new raft of of followers, any of whom may at some point think they might want to come and stay at at um where waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And I see you've got three three thousand six hundred and ninety nine followers, mm-hmm. and wow, five thousand 
504,682 views. Half a million. <laughs> yeah, right. And I, I, I am actually getting, um, you know, because I keep track of my analytics. You know, I compared, you know, for instance, I took June, July, and August, and I compared it with last year, and my bookings had increased by 50%. And my organic traffic is increasing. The main thing that I'm thrilled about is that when I'm getting the inquiries, they're, they're inquiring directly from my website, not through a listing site, which has been my main goal all along. I don't want to be dependent on, you know, HomeAway, VRBO. I want people to find me and book with me through my website. You know, I was coming to that question really about where else do you market and, and how, much, how, much, how many of your reservations actually come directly through your website. So uh, so it's interesting that you, you touched on that already. So are you on VRBO and um, any other of the major listing sites? I am. I'm on VRBO HomeAway. I have the little package deal. And I'm on uh, Flipkey. I mm-hmm. have the, just the three. You know, in the very beginning, I, I honestly did not know. I was just kind of figuring it out. I did not know that there was actually an industry so when my parents came to me with the idea, I thought, okay, well, what are we going to name the property? And so we, because the house that I grew up in is called Wherewater Falls. My parents are huge uh, Frank Lloyd Wright, mm-hmm. the, arch- the great architect designer. Um, they're huge fans of his work. And so, and he always named all of his properties. So our house is Wherewater Falls because we have, we have quite a few waterfalls and, and ponds. And um, my mom is a master gardener and They've actually won quite a few state awards for their their landscaping. So the the name of the property was pretty easy to come up with because the you know the cottage is kind of on the same property, so the cottage at Wherewater Falls, and then I immediately went up and and got the domain name and and then of course a year before that I had taken a workshop um, just because I thought maybe one day it would come in handy. I took this uh, five-day intensive how to build a, a website soup to nuts type of a seminar and uh-huh. so I, I knew how to build a basic. I'm, I'm, I'm no techie or anything. I, so I quickly built a you know a WordPress uh, website and then I thought okay well how am I going to collect payments and so I kind of learned about um, you know, like a third-party booking site. And then I realized that actually there are ones catered for vacation rentals. And so I just kind of like was figuring this out on my own. And I honestly didn't know that there were actually listing sites. In the beginning, I was with the Chamber of Commerce. I'm actually still with the Chamber of Commerce. And we have these, uh, they're called rack cards. It's like a two-sided brochure. So I have those at a local restaurant. Um, And actually, I know this kind of sounds old-fashioned, but it it works because I'm, you know, in a, such a rural area. So I have the rack cards and I have the old fashioned flyers with the little tabs at the bottom that you rip off. Um, so I, I post those and then probably several months in, then I discovered the listing sites, but there were so many and I didn't know which ones to pick. So I thought, okay, well, what would my uh, potential guests, what would they type in Google? So I played around with some keywords and then the first like the top three that came up, those are the listing sites that I went with. And so it was VRBO, HomeAway, and, and Flipkey. So that's kind of how I discovered that. So kind of like the first year, I was just kind of figuring it out on my own. And I thought, well, you know, like if I have a guest come and stay at my house, um, like a good friend or family member, I, it's my job to kind of wine and dine them. I want them to have a, a great time. And then when they go to leave, I certainly wouldn't expect them to, 
you know, uh, strip the bed and scrub the toilets and clean the, you know, kitchen because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're my guest. And so I was quite shocked to uh, learn that in, in our industry, the, the common practice was to have people, you know, your guests clean. Leave right us, they... leave us found. Yeah, I honestly, I was, I was shocked that you would have someone do that. I mean, they're, they're your guest. We have, we have so. Th- th- this is what I was saying earlier on. We that that uh, here in Ontario, uh, it's still common practice, and and I have a fight all the time to uh, with with new owners because they they do not expect to to have to do any cleaning after their guests leave they expect that their guests will scrub the toilets and do the vacuuming and some even say yeah and i want all the kids finger marks wiped off the windows and mm. i i just it, it blows me away because you know i'm i'm with you i have never expected anybody to do cleaning at my place and they're, they're on vacation can you imagine getting to the end of a, of a of a really lovely vacation and you've got two or three kids and you've got to be out by 11 o'clock in the morning and who gets to do the packing, the organizing, making everybody breakfast, and then do the cleaning? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know that there is one one party member who's going to get all of that, and mom, uh, mom, yeah. <laughs> and since she's the one who probably does the booking and writes the reviews, <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm too happy. I'm hoping that practice is going to die out very, yeah, very quickly. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but it you know in, in certain areas it's completely ingrained, and and I hear the argument all the time. Well, it's because I can't get anybody in to clean. Well, my rejoinder is often, well, perhaps you shouldn't be doing this business because if you if you can't go out and find somebody mm-hmm. to do this, then do it yourself. And if you can't do it yourself, then perhaps you don't do it at all. There there was somebody I used to know quite well who who has who had a property. And he he used to get very upset if people left it in in a poor condition or if they hadn't done the cleaning properly. And then he would say, because, you know, my wife and I go in and spend five hours cleaning after they've left. And I and I said, but if you're going to spend five hours cleaning, you're just going to re-clean what your guests have already what you've asked them already to do. What is the point? Exactly. I know because I, I, I'm the cleaner. So I, I mean, I honestly, I don't want them to, I don't even want them to, to do the dishes because I have to go through all of it anyways. You know, I don't want them to start a load of laundry. I, I honestly, I, 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 I'll, I'll get mad if they actually if they do anything. <laughs> You're my guest. Then you can't call them a guest then because that to me, that's, I'm catering to them. That's my job. Well, you know, you, know you, you you are signed up to the to, to being um, you know a hospitality guru, I guess. Um, yeah. You know that this is it, and it that there's a, there are fortunately you know a lot of us out there doing that, but sadly there's an awful lot of people who aren't. But um, the more we talk about it, Amy, I'm I'm sure the more people will hear it. They'll hear the noise. They'll hear the the enthusiasm. I think that 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 we all have for being hosts rather than just collecting money and and really not caring about the guests at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're we're memory makers. I I love that expression. I love that expression and that's going to be the title of this podcast episode. <laughs> it's going to be Amy Bloomquist the memory maker. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, now we're sort of getting towards the end of our time. Is there, is there anything else you'd 
like to... Oh, I know there was something else I wanted to, to ask you is whether you have a low season or not. I guess we kind of do. I guess it's in January, February, March. But then this this coming January, we're getting pretty full. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's hard because each, you know, again, I've just, I'm coming on two and a half years. So, I, I mean, we're open up all year round. Um, so... You don't, don't you know. don't really see you don't really see a time of the year that sort of really drops off. You know that I mean, there's some areas like ours up here that you know July and August is our high season, and after that it's a struggle. It really is, and so, certainly this time of year, November, nobody wants to go anywhere in November. So so yeah, you you you're probably in quite a fortunate situation. So what comes next, Amy? When when you know you are fully booked and think about starting another one or taking on somebody else's and managing that. Yes, I am interested in doing that. Um, I know for this coming year, I have some goals, more goals for the cottage. I would love to get some more media attention, maybe get some of the local newspapers or maybe the San Francisco Chronicle to kind of do a review. I want to try and kind of work on that. And of course, I, I want to continue with the podcasting. And I'm also taking a um, another course with a uh, Lou Bartone, um, he does the, the YouTube. Oh, abso- absolutely. Because um, when I interviewed um, Evelyn Gallardo way back a year or so ago, um, she, she actually had Lou come and stay at her place in Costa Rica in return for him teaching her how to do video. Mm. And yeah, and it really was, powerful, you know. And her videos are just amazing. So that that that's great to hear. So uh, yeah, you'll have to send me the information on that course. So how is is that an online one you're doing? Yeah, I'm I'm taking it through Creative Live. Creative oh Live. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm um, I'm doing um Sue Zimmerman's Instagram uh, okay. course on Creative Live at the moment. So yeah, the, what 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 a great um a great program. That is, there's so much good stuff comes out of Creative Live. It's dangerous for me because I want to take everything. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. You know, I'm, I'm, I've just signed up for a couple of other other courses, and um, so, so yes, we should share actually what we do. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going all, all these, all these ones that you've mentioned. You know, Antonio's course, Alan's course, this, this one that you, the, the Creative Live. I shall put in the show notes so uh, okay, everybody yeah. can take a look. Uh, Amy, it's been an absolute, just over the top pleasure to to talk to you. You know, it's just like sitting here and talking to an old friend. Oh, good. <laughs> well, I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank yeah, you for having so, me on. Well, you're absolutely welcome. And of course, we'll continue to work. You know, I'll, I, sh- I shall really get back to the, the podcasting network and we'll continue <laughs> to, work, to work towards getting all our podcasts um, launched early in the new year. So thank yes. you again for being with me. Thank you. Well, that was an amazing discussion with Amy. I, I always learn a lot from talking with every owner that, uh, that comes on the show. Uh, Amy just blows me away with, with the way she deals with hospitality. And I love the, her expression that she's a memory. She feels that she's a memory creator rather than a host because giving yourself a label like that um, enables you to to look at the whole operation in a different perspective. You know, if you just said, well, I'm a vacation rental owner and these are my renters, this that's a, a very, very different take on it than I'm a memory creator and I want these guests to go away 
in the happiest frame of mind ever, which is uh, which is clearly what Amy's looking for. And she seems incredibly happy doing it this way. So there's obviously a lot to it, a lot, uh, a lot in that that we can take away. So thank you so much, Amy, for for sharing all that with us. I can't wait to see your videos that uh, that will be coming from uh, your learning from Lou's course. Uh, and of course, we've got Lou Bortone himself coming up on a on a show very very soon. So. That's just about it for today's uh, episode. Uh, as always, please take a look at the show notes because everything that Amy and I mentioned in today's show are in the show notes. Uh, so just go to cottageblogger.com forward slash VRS053 and, uh, and you'll find all the, um, the links and a brief um, rundown of, of what Amy and I have talked about today. And of course, Mike always puts in there the link to iTunes so that you can go and, and leave me a, a five-star review, which I'd absolutely love because uh, that, that's what makes it really worth my while doing this was, is when I, I read some of those reviews. And in the next couple of episodes, I'm going to start reading some of them out because uh, they, they really are generous. People who have left a review have been super generous in what they've said. And, and it, you know, it makes me so happy to read those. So thank you very, very much if you have left me a review. And of course, go to the comments on the uh, on the show notes at the bottom of the show notes. Let us know what you thought of uh, of this episode. Uh, I hope you take a look at Amy's website, which is is stunning. And and let me know what you think of that. And uh, if there's anything that you're going to change as a result of this show. So once again. Thank you so much for listening in. Without without you being out there, I would be doing this for nothing. So you are so important to me. So keep on listening. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over. But don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh,